0: Yes. My subject this morning, surviving the most wonderful time of the year. No. Matthew chapter 1, I'll begin reading in verse number 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the, uh, by the Lord through the prophets, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded Took, uh, commanded him and took to him his wife. And he did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. Christmas. This is by many standards, by most indications, and if you talk to many people, the most wonderful time of the year. Elements of wonder you will see Everywhere. Everyone just seems to be nicer. Just seems that way. Everyone's focus is also different. It tends to be much more on relationships and being able to enjoy good times and, and good gatherings. And just as true as all of that might be, it's also one of the most stressful times of the year. Presents to buy in, not nearly enough money to buy them schedules that become so overloaded and so compacted where do we spend the holidays and then if you have a large family and you're in different places and you decide where are you going to spend the holidays then you have to kind of think about okay who am I going to offend because I'm not going to spend the holidays with them with all that we pack into this season there just seems to be almost this collective exhale when the season comes to an end, and that's a shame. We really can get stressed out during this most, quote-unquote, wonderful time of the year. In the scripture text that we read this morning, I want to point out to the fact that the very first Christmas had its own share of stress, and we'll call them today interruptions. Chances are, your perfect Christmas, whatever that image is in your mind, your perfect Christmas will have some unexpected interruptions. Hopefully, today we can together understand and see that dashed Christmas plans are opportunities for Christian growth, for us to be able to see that God is the one in control, not us. So, what can you and I do, essentially? to survive the next four weeks. Well, let's look at two survival things, two survival tips I want to give you about getting through the most wonderful time of the year. First, and this can be the most difficult one, especially for those of us who like everything just so, and when you make plans, you want the plans to happen the way you plan things. Expect your best laid plans to be interrupted. Not just have a mindset or a heart that's okay with it. Have an expectation that the plans you put together for that perfect Christmas gathering, for that perfect Christmas meal, will be interrupted. Joseph and Mary had been planning a wedding. God decided to have them also plan a nursery. Hebrew marriages had two stages. One was the engagement or the betrothal. They were legally married as far as the Jewish people were concerned, just not living together, and there was no physical relationship. This could last as long as a year or longer. It tested on the part of both people involved, their fidelity and their integrity. Breaking the engagement, breaking the betrothal, breaking that relationship before the actual wedding ceremony took place was considered and called divorce. It wasn't just called, now let's call it off. The next part of the uh, marriage in Jewish society was the actual marriage ceremony itself. Joseph was planning on marrying his sweetheart, drawing a house up. He was a carpenter, possibly even building a bed. Big plans. Mary was planning on an elaborate wedding, picking out china, looking up different lingerie, looking for a good honeymoon spot. Big plans. Can you imagine, think with me for a minute, can you imagine Mary, who was a teenager, and Joseph, who most believe was in his mid to early 20s, going to her fiancé with something like this. Joseph is busy building things and drawing up floor plans for their they're home, and Mary says, "Uh, Joseph, sweetheart, honey, we need to talk. What is it? I'm pregnant. You're what?" That had to have caught him off guard. And then, when she gave the explanation, "But it's not that I've been unfaithful. I'm pregnant." Of the Holy Spirit. God did this. Now come on, what would be your reaction to that? God did this. Short of divorce, death, or dismemberment, very few of us will ever have holiday plans interrupted the way they were for Joseph and Mary. Now if God interrupted Joseph and Mary's wedding plans, realize that your Christmas plans are fair game. We can make plans on top of plans, on top of plans, to have plans, and then revise the plans. And our plans, just we need to understand, may not be what God has planned for us. And the things that God has planned for us are always the best things, and they always come first. This seems so much easier to accept. Most of us agree that I can make plans, but... God is in control, and we accept that, and we praise him for that. Yet for some reason, at this time of year, it's like, God, you have full control of everything in my life, everything else. But in December, please don't mess with me. I'm making plans, and this is the way it has to go. God has control of our lives. Our efforts to take control, even just seasonally. Don't change that. James chapter 4, a verse I read last week from a whole different context. Starting in verse number 13, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor, appears for a little time, and then vanishes away. Instead you ought to say. If the Lord wills. We shall live. And do this. Or that. I have had. My best laid plans. Turned upside down. As much as I need to. To have the understanding. That anything I put together. Is subject to God's approval. Or dismissal. Our plans Versus God's plans, which do you think ultimately will get done? Your best laid plans are subject to interruption. And oftentimes, it's because God wants to do something special in your life and in mine. So our plans being interrupted, that perfect holiday gathering with family being interrupted, That perfect meal that you've gotten everything together being interrupted is we need to see as believers is not entirely a bad thing. So one thing we want to embrace as we try to survive this time of year is that expect your best laid plans to be interrupted. Then once they are, and already I'm speaking to them as fact, they're going to be. Try to get God's take on the interruption. Joseph really could have blown this. He really could have completely messed this up. Joseph's knee-jerk reaction was to divorce Mary, verse number 19 of what we read. He could have, and it would have been completely in keeping with Jewish practice and normal practice, Process was to embarrass her publicly, disgrace her socially, have her even put forth to be executed. He chose to divorce her, it says, quietly. And the Bible calls him in verse 19 a just man. I have tremendous respect for people that when they know. The whole truth about you still put forth the best truth about you. We live in a society that is so fixated on finding the scandal in everyone's life, in everyone's existence, and then saying, well, because it's the truth, that must be put forward. Here we have a situation where the truth was, according to what Joseph knew, that his fiance had strayed, and yet he did not want to embarrass her publicly. He cared enough about her that even if he believed she made a mistake and maybe now had a a problem with character, he was not going to embarrass her. He was not going to disgrace her. And the Bible calls that mindset, that thinking, called him a just man. We need more just men and women today. Too many people are just willing to believe the worst, and even if the worst has an element or completely is true, to just dismiss or what is common today, to cancel someone, and all of a sudden, anything they are is worthless. But I'm going to proclaim no matter what you've done, no matter how far you have fallen, you are always precious in the eyes of Jesus Christ. This culture may cancel you. Jesus never will. He's never going to get on Twitter and badmouth you. The Bible called Joseph a just man. He had biblical support for, di- for divorcing her, he probably would have had social support for divorcing her, he probably would have had emotional support. For doing this publicly, he chose a better way. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. Just because you have a right to do something doesn't mean what you want to do is the right thing to do. Joseph would have been within his rights to put her away and to do so publicly. He decided to do it privately. And then God intervened. Anyone ever have a God intervention moment? You see, at times families will get together when there's a member of the family that's really going off the deep end and trying to have an intervention. And at times they're successful, a lot of times they're not. When God intervenes, he gets your attention. God spoke to him in a dream and assured him it would be all right. And allowed Joseph, also in keeping with Jewish tradition, to be the one to name the baby. He got to marry his sweetheart. He was honored to have been chosen to raise God's only begotten son. Consider God's take, verse 20. A lot of us won't even consider seeing God's hand in our interruptions. Here we are three words to help all of us gain a perspective when your plans are interrupted. First thing you need to do is pray and not get upset, not lash out, not make everybody around you make it clear that your plans have been interrupted. We need to stop and we need to pray. We need to pray for courage, wisdom, guidance, help, whatever it is you need at that moment, we need to pray. Because the Bible says in First Thessalonians five, seventeen, pray without ceasing. And that pray without ceasing includes Christmas time as well. James chapter five, verse number thirteen. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone among you cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Our best reaction to our plans being interrupted is not this emotional release. And church, no matter how good it feels. You ever been in a situation where you gave somebody a piece of your mind? I know none of you have ever done that. (laughs) But I've been told from others who have given someone a piece of their mind, oh, that felt so good. But was it good just because it felt good? Our best reaction in those times is not an emotional release. Our best reaction when your plans get interrupted is not this paranoia complex. Everybody is out to get me. And our best reaction is not a revenge complex or mindset. Who did this? Wait till I find them someone's going down. Yeah, that says happy holidays. We need to be a people, especially at this time of year, who can pray. Then we need to be able to take these interruptions and put them in proper perspective. Now, don't throw anything at me. Please but if you're making that perfect meal and the sauce that you put on the stove somehow goes wrong and now it's not edible I know that would never happen to any of you but if that perfect meal just goes completely off the rails in the perspective of eternity how bad is it really really Lots of us tend to be catastrophic in our thinking as if every moment is what all of life hinges on it doesn't so many people in our culture and sadly way too many in the church spend a thousand dollars worth of worry on a 5 dollar problem understand and put it in perspective Luke chapter 12, starting in verse number 22. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. And And of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Do you really believe God's in control? Prove it when your plans go off the rails. When things don't go your way, you get to prove that you believe God's in control. He still has the hairs of your head numbered even though some of us guys are making that an easier task for God? Do you realize that nothing can happen to you? Nothing can happen to you without God knowing it. So when something does go off the rails, when something does happen to your plans, when your best laid plans are interrupted, One of the things we can't say to God, did you see what happened? Yeah, he saw it coming. Mrs. Monroe had nine children. One day she came home from the grocery store and found the house as it usually was, except unusually quiet. She looked in the living room and saw five of her children sitting in a circle. She put down her groceries and went to get a closer look. Her five... Five of her adorable children were playing with five of the cutest little skunks you'd ever seen. Mrs. Monroe yelled, Run, children, run! Each child grabbed the skunk and ran in five different directions. The mother yelled again, Run, children! She scared the kids so much that each one squeezed the skunk, and they all learned skunks don't like to be squeezed. Oftentimes when we face interrupted plans, things don't go as we want, and our reactions just boil over, we are given the potential to squeeze the skunk, to just make everything around us stink. Our life doesn't always go as expected. Chances are your perfect Christmas is not going to be framed in a Hallmark movie or a Thomas Kincaid famous painting. I was looking at some of those Tom, uh, Thomas Kincaid paintings, especially the ones about Christmas. They just seem so fake. <laughs> I see people in there And they're either bringing a tree home through a snowy meadow or sitting down with family with a Christmas tree in the background. Everyone is so happy. Everyone is so peaceful. Everyone is so well behaved. Has anyone ever lived in that picture? We live in a real world, our world is real. And that's why we're so grateful as God's people because as real as our world is, our Jesus is real. He is there for real, everyday life. So expect your plans to be interrupted during this most wonderful time of the year. And try and get God's take on these interruptions because I want you to see interruptions as god stepping in and saying even at christmas time it's a good time for christians to grow and to become more of what he envisions us to be you and i have two choices let the interrupted plan surprise us get us down rob us blind and keep us miserable or we can realize that your plans may not be god's plans And that God is working something together for good. Oh, working together something for good. I read that somewhere. (laughs) Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are the called according to his purpose. You know, I've already seen in my co-workers who, you know, if any of them start getting saved and start watching this on live streams, I'm going to have to stop talking about them, I guess. But until they do, I'm going to continue. I've already begun to see in them, you know, they're starting to decorate their cubicles at work. There's a little bit of a smile on their face that just wasn't there for the previous 11 months. And I've also begun to see There's so much to do, so many places to be, so many things to buy. And one of them even said, and so many people to be with, most of which I don't like. And I could see the stress rising in them. Stress rising in people during this time of year when he came to bring peace on earth. Peace. Peace on earth there's not going to be peace on the planet earth until there's peace on this particular portion of earth in me be peace be at peace this this christmas and maybe just maybe it'll lay over into the new year stand with me please